up the phone when you lose in the clutch. Yeah, such and such, man. It's funny how when you out of sight, you be out of mind. How a good woman, friends, and money be hard to find. I've been on my hustle, stacking paper on the grind. In Atlanta, in New York, trying to build a shot. Real talk, these days it's hard to stay sober. Switching time zones, it's a four hour late over. Fifth stop, hot blood shot, red from the doja. I fire hard cause I can't flow in the soda. You can tell I'm clever, doja. You in the corporate office somewhere over there. You with the Range Rover. One source for knowledge in the information age. High frequency radio network. Gotta get the cheese like a multiple choice question And all I see is me Father told 
weed long ago ain't nothing free So I was on the tattoos like it's New Year's it's a revolution, so every moment crucial I can never break, you will never see me do so Resolution, I will always be on top like revolution Got the life cause I'ma shine bright Pump the music baby, it's a revolution Feel the music baby, it's a resolution Pump the music baby, it's a revolution Rain in the windshield, the wiper blades Got me dazing off and out of space Working out my next chest move a hole in the game to break through. In the meantime, I just grind and pay dues. Rhyme and stay true, rather die than shot you. Since I was knee high, I shine better than bruise the face. And egos are much better than you. My flow is clever, five, so I can never lose. And you know it won't stop till a brother talking shop. In an office with a view, and a 30 story drop. And a pretty girl or two saying, man, we take your shoes. Clever, welcome to the top. Cause I need that gravy, checking the room, making sure nobody's shaded, laying in wait, lurking, waiting to play it. Gotta pay the bills, gotta feed the baby. If getting in it is a sin, Jesus save me. Yeah, yeah. You've been listening to Long Road Home. This DJ Food, they can't even use quick hand. Hit me on Twitter, at DJ Food. Hit Clever, at Clever. Shout out to my nigga Jay, to the studio. My nigga Lucci Lou. Young Money Cash Money. Y'all niggas don't even know, man. I make moves.
right, all right, let's do this. Peace. I want to say peace to all the gods and goddesses. I'm back, y'all. I would like to welcome you to the foundation. This is the first foundation of the new year, the fiscal year. Today's episode is 9-8 Trust, coincidentally, in the new year. So I definitely want to welcome you once again to another episode of The Foundation. I have returned. I'm, you know, I appreciate all all the people who contacted me. You know, I haven't done a show in a couple of weeks. You know, I understand. It's all, it's all love. I appreciate the concern, but at the same time, I don't want anyone to worry about me. I'm all right, y'all. I got y'all. Once again, welcome to the foundation. Where we understand incorrect information, incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information, incorrectly applied can get you hurt. So here at the foundation, we look to apply correct information correctly. Excuse me. And as always, want to start out all thanks, praises, honors, etc. due to the creator and the ancestors. For without them, we would not be here. I want to say shout out and big up to my big brother, Yusufel. I was looking at tickets to fly and go see my big brother, man. So, you know, coming to see you, fam. Look, Yusufel back on Blog Talk. We did two days in a row. I've seen it. So, you know, definitely want to welcome the big brother back to, you know, Blog Talk, where it all started, you know. So, you know, peace and salute. Big Brother used to fail. HighFrequencyRadioNetwork.com, PrivateSideSolutions.com. You definitely want to get to that SPC University uh, website, SPCUniversity.com. You know, the secure party creditor, you know. At this point, you know, with regards to the foundation, y'all pretty much know I don't really, you know, I don't step on toes, you know. How about that? So, secure party creditor. Stuff like that. You want to go to you know, SPC University dot com. Check out Yusuf. Got what he got going on over there. You know he gonna get you right. I know he gonna get you right. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, moving forward. Welcome to the foundation dot com. About to do a little revamp, you know. But in the meantime, check out www dot dot com. Make sure you sign up for the email list. Absolutely check out the PDF section. It's free, you know, free. Just, just cost you your time, investing in your private education. You can find the social media sites, Facebook page, you know, the Instagram page, the Twitter account page. You can make a donation. You can book a consultation all from one place. And that's welcome to thefoundation.com. I want to say peace to all the listeners. All the live listeners, you know, everyone checking the show out live. I see y'all. I see the switchboard. I appreciate y'all. All the, you know, MP3 listeners, the internet archive listeners. I'm looking. I'm back there. Like, I can't touch YouTube numbers, man. You know, but the archive numbers, man, I'm not, you know, the foundation isn't looking stupid. 
and you should come on, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, I mean, we can't touch it, but like, it's not, it's not that just ridiculous difference. So I want to say a big special shout out to all the archive listeners, all my truckers, <clears throat> truck drivers, you know, all my, um, you know, stay at home, you know, parents, all my parents who, you know, wish they could stay at home, but can't, you know, they at work and they can't listen, you know, to the episode while they work, they parts tripping, you know, supervisor, got a, got a problem because they only got power at the job and they want to take it out on people at the job. I understand what it is. So, you know, you can't check out the live show for whatever reason. But I do want to, you know, spend a, send a special shout out to the archive listeners. This episode, as well as, you know, our podcast listeners, just listeners in general. You know? do want to say peace to all the trustees, as always, and all those investing in their private education. <clears throat> also want to say peace to anyone that I've done business with in the private. Thank you to anyone who's made a donation, sent an email or well wishes or current event, as well as anyone who's otherwise added to the foundation. We want to say peace to you. Definitely want to say peace to you. Yep. So, uh, you know, I took some time off. Um, had to take a couple weeks. Just, you know, I have some family stuff going on, you know, some private things going on. Plus, uh, you know, I just really wasn't really wasn't in the position to do the show last couple of weeks. Plus, you know, it was an enjoyable time off. Let me just say that. But I'm back, and I appreciate y'all. Appreciate you, Safel. Appreciate high frequency, the whole entire family. That's what's up. Let's get into these current events. We can get on with this show. So... Got a lot to talk about with these current events. Um, you know, I missed a couple weeks. I'm going to stay very current. But, you know, there's some stuff that I definitely want to bring to y'all attention. So, we, you know, pay attention. I'm not trying to scare nobody. I'm not out here fear-mongering. You know, I understand the only way that you can deal with fear is with knowledge. You know, it's just it's natural. It's natural law. You know, knowledge dispels fear. So, bottom line is, when I, when I deal with the current events, I'm not trying to freak no one out. I'm just trying to, you know, bring it to your attention some things that I'm looking at and I'm paying attention to and you know that I think that y'all should be paying attention to as well and it just so happens that a lot of these current events aren't positive but either way we can't you know stick our head in the sand if we see you know stuff on the horizon that we don't we don't like. So let's start with CNBC. U.S. stocks post worst year in a decade as the S&P 500 falls more than 6% in 2018. This is the big news right now. You know, it's, it's fiscal new year. They're, they're taking stock in the public with regards to what happened last year. And it was it was horrible. Now you understand that was a great recession 10 years ago, you know. The Great Recession, people lost, you know, half of their retirement. A lot of people got foreclosed on in their homes and stuff. So we got recession numbers going on, even though they're not calling it. Hint, hint. Wall Street concluded a tumultuous 2018 on Monday as the major stock indexes posted their worst yearly performances since the financial crisis. And, you know, that was... That was a recession. They came out and it was like, you know, it was a recession, but you know, it's got to be like two quarters, which is six months, and so they don't they don't announce a recession until it's right there. 
in it. Like we've been in a recession for six months, maybe more, before we get actual confirmation from these fools that think they can run everything and think they all, you know, whatever. I don't know. What do I know? What do I know? After solid gains on Monday, the S and P 500 and Dow Jones Industrial Average were down 6.2 percent and 5.6 percent respectively for 2018. Both indexes logged in their biggest annual losses since 2008 when they plunged 38.5% and 33.8% respectively. I got more current events. Y'all can check this out if you want. U.S. stocks post worst year in a decade. CNBC. Go ahead. Don't believe me. I could be straight up lying. Who knows? European stocks in 2018 with deep losses. Worst year in a decade amid geopolitical uncertainty. So it's not just in the United States where it was the worst year in a decade since the recession. It was mirrored in Europe, the European stocks. Pan-European stocks, 600, closed a percent higher. The FTSC, I'm sorry, FTSE, 100 closed trading on the final day of the year down. Even still, European stocks marked the year as the worst in a decade. The pan-European stock 600 has ended the year down 13%. It's worse since the financial crisis. The DAX has followed a similar trajectory, down more than 18% since the start of the year. Market focus is largely attuned to the progress on the U.S.-China trade standoff. It's a trade war. I like how they, man, you got you to love these writers with these words. After hints emerged when President Donald Trump said he had a very good call with Chinese President Xi Jinping. Oh, I did that right. While discussing trade, he also claimed that big progress, in quotes, was being made on this front. His statements have brought optimism to the stocks worldwide. That have been under pressure this year. So let's let you know, like, it would have been worse if, you know, the United States president wasn't tweeting all this positive news, which obviously, you know, United States president is definitely influenced, influencing the United States market. If you don't think so, help yourself. And they, that president obviously, hands down, has influenced on other markets, the European market, so on and so forth, Japanese market, Chinese market, gold climbs as investors flock to safety. CNBC. Gold is higher on Friday to trade below a more than six-month high hit earlier this week. As concerns about slowing global economic growth and a partial government shutdown in the United States stoked safe haven demand, although gains in equities capped the upside. I want to find a date on here. This was December 27th. This is a few days ago. <clears throat> Last week or whatever. So I just want to I want to show the correlation when when the markets, the equities markets, futures markets and such and such are doing bad, the metals markets are going to be going up. They're inversely correlated. I suggest you that you be holding some silver. So when the gold to silver ratio 
normalizes. You can, you know, exchange some of your silver into gold. And if you do this, I suggest you pay the exchange fee in cash and fiat. Don't let them take your, your silver. Don't let them take your uh, Don't let them include that. My bad for digressing. Wall Street ekes out gains. Apple cuts revenue forecast after the bell. After the bell. They did, they waited until the market closed before they cut their forecast. <laughs> so we'll see we'll see how markets react to that tomorrow. But you got this plunge protection team that the Federal Reserve has that maybe, you know, that gave them time after the bell. So, you know, tomorrow it'll be all hands on deck. Who knows? You know, this stuff is markets are interesting. I've been watching this stuff for a while. And what I'm seeing these days is weird. But typical. Wall Street edged nominally higher the day after stumbling out of a starting gate on the first trading day of the new year as fears of a global economic slowdown were exasperated. Exacerbated, I'm sorry. After Apple Incorporated cut its current quarter revenue forecast. After struggling for direction for much of the session, all three major U.S. stock indexes closed in positive territory. Whether those gains would hold in the days ahead, however, was cast into doubt after Apple slashed its outlook after the market closed, citing weak sales in China. Apple stock dropped 8% in extended trading after hours, after the news, while shares of its suppliers also weakened and the S&P 500 e-mini futures ESV1 slid around a half a percent, signaling that today's modest advance was likely to be unwound when the market reopens tomorrow. I didn't read this, you know, I mean, you can just tell, you can just tell by, you know, how these companies and how these, you know, how they react, especially as they do something after the bell, there's a reason, and I mean, you just, you just correlate it. That is on Reuters, if y'all want to check that out, Wall Street Eats Out Games, Apple Cuts Revenue Forecast, after the bell. Why y'all doing stuff after the bell? Like, if I punch you after the bell, get the penalty. Get from the box. Reuters, U.S. fund investors yank most cash from stocks since February. I knew this. I was telling y'all this. I was saying this over and over again. Like, smart money's been bouncing out of the markets. U.S. fund investors anguished over economic growth and policies pulled the most cash from stocks in any weekly period since last February. Investment Company Institute data showed mutual funds and exchange traded funds, ETFs, tracked by the trade group, reported 38, I'm sorry, 37.8 billion in withdrawals overall, a 12th week of declines and most cash pulled since a Chinese growth scare in August 2015. More than 21 billion tumbled out of stock funds during the week and I'm sorry, the week ending December 26th, the most since February 2018. We're talking about $37.8 billion in a week. That's a lot. And while the withdrawals amount to a sliver of the overall assets in such funds, fast declining sales of funds reflect a deteriorating sentiment as people stockpile cash. In addition to rate hikes, Investors have been worried about excessive corporate borrowing, U.S.-China trade tensions, a partial U.S. government shutdown, and the potential for a slowing 
economic growth trend. While ETFs used heavily by institutional investors were stock buyers in December, mutual fund investors typically used the retail investors used by retail investors sucked out a record $86 billion. Goodness. Withdrawals from funds primarily invested in international stocks hit $9.3 billion, the most cash ever pulled, at least according to the record dating to 2013. When investors cashed a $9.2 billion of shares in bond funds despite strong growth demand for relative safe haven municipals. Funds invested in gold and other assets took in $707 million, the most cash since April. Money's moving. I mean, we got bonds lost $9.2 billion. Um, international stocks not lost $9.3 billion. ETFs lost $86 billion. And what was the other one? Mutual funds and um, ETFs together lost $37.8 billion in a week, man. In one week, man. I mean, think about that. I'm trying to cherry pick. I got one I want to do the next one. Corporate debt. This is what I was looking for. Wall Street Journal. Corporate debt is reaching record levels. Highly leveraged companies could pose a threat to the global economy if rates rise or profits slump. This is why the money moving off. In the aftermath of the financial crisis, a swath of individuals and families began a long and painful deleveraging process. Businesses, meanwhile, quickly moved in the opposite direction, loading up on cheap debt, the point where many observers now worry that highly leveraged companies pose a threat to the global economy. I'm just pointing it out. I'm just pointing it out. Y'all can check it out. This is on the Wall Street Journal. Headline is corporate debt is reaching record levels. It was put out on December 29th. I was like six days old. It's not even that old. Move on. Back to Reuters. Economic concerns boost bonds. And again, Wall Street recovers. Weak Chinese and European economic data weighed on stocks around the world and boosted safe haven treasuries and the Japanese yen on Wednesday. The Wall Street shares edged higher as investors took advantage of cheaper shares to ring in the new year. So smart money, you know, or dan- we call it dancing on graves, uh, purchasing stocks and companies that you know aren't going to go over. You can tell you're looking at, you know, um, you're looking at the financials and, and you know the history of this company and you know it's not, there's nothing, it's not going under. And depending on who the CEO is, and if the CEO has a good head on their shoulders, you want to buy these stocks when they're super duper cheap. When everyone's selling, you want to, that's when you want to buy them. You buy when it's low, and you sell or reorganize when it's high. So right now, even though the stock market is really high, it's only being driven by a very narrow range of stocks. Like you know, even the Fang stocks, Facebook, Amazon, uh, Netflix, and Google, are dropping. So. There's a lot of stocks that are undervalued right now. Um, company stocks, company shares, you know, uh, mining shares, so on and so forth. And 
smart money is dancing on graves right now. If that makes sense. That, that's how we that's how we talk about it. So you know, smart money is grabbing is grabbing stocks right now where they're low. Smarter smarter uh, smarter money is going to wait a little longer and chill and let this you know marinate because it's not it's not going to stop anytime soon. It's going to keep going. These market fluctuations are just beginning, and it's going to get real. Chinese factory activity contracted for the first time in more than two years, according to a private survey. Uh, the Purchasing Managers Index, which is referred to PMI. PMI, if you hear PMI, PMI, PMI numbers come out on Wednesday or whatever day, that was the Purchasing Managers Index. For the Eurozone, also reached its lowest level since February 2016. And France's PMI fell in December for the first time in two years. Concerns about the flagging global economy contributed to U.S. stocks posting a loss in 2018 for the first time in a decade. This stuff is big news, y'all. This is no joke. It's going down. I'm going to say that one for last. Let me go to this one. CNBC Gold at a six and a half half month peak as weak data underpins growth fears. That's why I was telling you I grab some care bars, man. I'll be pushing care bars. I'll stop talking about it, really. Because, uh, you know, I didn't want to come off as like, you know, oh, this dude's an MLM, you know, so L, he, you know, he's pushing multi-level. Man, it's not, I don't care. The product is actual gold. The only thing I ever got into, you know, I mean, you get bread off it. If you turn around and use it as business, you know, you need multiple streams of income as a pathway to wealth. But, like, if you was buying carrot bars in the last, like, few months, few years or something like that, you're about to enjoy this stuff. Like, I mean, when, when this stuff goes up, it don't matter what you pay for it. It really don't. Because once it hits a certain level, ooh, I mean, we in the clear. So anybody who's stacking grams, and, you know, we stacking grams of gold. Most people don't grab gold. You don't grab silver. A gram of gold, you go to a, a shop. And you ask them if they got grams of gold. You call them, ask them if they got grams of gold. You pay for it in person. Bring like a $50 bill, probably maybe a, maybe 60 bucks right now, and a $20 bill. Go get you one gram of gold and one ounce of silver. Do that like once a month, every month, 12 times a year. That's not a big deal. You can do something 12 times a year. Get out of here. I ain't trying to hear it. And then hold it. Sit on it and hold it. Why? Because it's got, you know, that's one of the pathways to wealth. Anyways, gold rose to its highest level in over six months today as weak factory activity data in Europe and Asia compounded. Concerns of a global economic slowdown and weighed on stocks, increasing the precious metals appeal. Um, a sell-off, this is a quote, a sell-off in the stock market today is prompting Safe haven demand. This is Jim Wyckoff, senior analyst at Kitco Metals. I like Kitco. I like I like the uh, you know the videos they put out. It's very informative. They talk to you know they put you on. If you're on the game, you want to get on the game, you want to get your feet wet in the precious metals. Check out Kitco. K i t c o dot com. Hey, cool. Ish. Gold prices hit a six month high, and the trend is up on a near term basis with uh, which is inviting technical-based buying interest, probably some new speculative fund money coming into the market to find to push gold prices higher despite, you hear me, despite the stronger dollar. It doesn't matter. Like, this, it's not even, people are like, oh, usually when the dollar gets cheaper, you know, gold goes up. I don't understand what's going on right now. You're not looking at, you know, enough of the macro market. 
Macro is a whole. Micro is individual. Right. So if you're micro, you're, you work at a bus company, you're micro, you're worried about one bus. Bus company, macro, they worry about all the buses. Stop looking, stop focusing on micro. Uh, Apple makes rare cut to sales guidance. This is on a Wall Street Journal. This is important. Apple is huge. These technology companies are a large part of the value of the stock market right now. Do your research. The narrow range of traded stocks that are responsible for all these gains. Flash's quarterly revenue forecast for the first time in more than 15 years. More than 15 years. Uh, even in the last recession, they people were still buying iPhones. An unprecedented move in the Tim Cook era that was prompted by a downturn in sales of iPhones in China. The surprise cut issued today after trading in a letter from the chief executive to investors renews concerns about waning demand for Apple's marquee product, the iPhone, which makes up the vast share of his revenue and has vaulted the company's value and profit. It also raises fresh questions about Apple's prospects in China. The world's largest economy. Uh, not looking good, y'all. Not looking good. Bond market, bond market faces greater volatility in the new year. Hold on, what? You talk, y'all talking about I'm talking about future tense. Investors enter the new year increasingly uncertain about where the bond market is headed, given the turbulent interplay between interest rates, growth, and inflation that intensified toward the end of 2018. The yield on the benchmark 10-year Treasury note, which moves inversely to price and helps set borrowing costs for consumers and businesses around the world climbed higher as the start of 2018 and stocks rose in the dollar weekend. Investors were not content to look past geopolitical tensions. And bonds, fixed rates fell sharply. Y'all can check this out. I got more. So I'm gonna just, that was the Wall Street Journal. Walmart, bond market faces greater volatility in the new year. I'm going to move on. Let me move on. Ah, oh, man, I didn't like this one. Wall Street Journal was just dropping bombs. Battered global investors find an unlikely safe space. Chinese bonds. And they're letting us know, where's the money going? It's going, to, it's going to Asia. It's going to the east. Power is moving from the west to the east. Some would say this has been prophesied. Some may not. I don't know. Hong Kong investors have struggled to avoid losses this year, and there aren't many asset classes in positive territory as 2018 comes to a close. A rare refuge is the Chinese bond market, which many Western investors are entering for the first time. I'm not even going to. Bank of America, Merrill Lynch index of Chinese government debt has returned 7.6% to investors this year. Corporate bonds have offered 6.9%, and the bonds of China's official policy banks, institutions like China Development Bank, have returned 9.9%. Oh, man. That's not looking good for U.S. market. Also, you know, the, the investors are betting that the Fed 
will hit pause on rate hikes. So there's supposed to be four rate hikes this year, and then like Jerome Powell says, some, some, blah, 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 blah. We're close to, we're close to a range or something. Something weird. Just the terminology used. I was like, what? You're trying to be slick. But he's like, we're close to a range or blah, 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 blah. And then he calls, and he made some calls, and then like everybody started tripping. The market started falling because you're, you're not supposed to be calling banks. Man. Trying to reassure, reassure bank managers or something like that. Something, something happened. I don't know. But he basically said, like, you know, we might not do four interest rate hikes. We'll probably do two. But, you know, if you look at the market, you look at the economy, they can't do no more interest rates without causing problems. So investors increasingly believe the Federal Reserve won't raise interest rates in 2019. A sign of fading confidence in the U.S. economic expansion will continue at the stable pace the central bank foresaw just two weeks ago. Whether investors are right will turn on how much U.S. economic growth slows in 2019 and the degree to which recent market volatility curbs business investment and hiring and weighs on consumer spending. That's a lot of components. That's a lot of components. I got a couple more, and then it's about we're gonna we're gonna do this we're gonna do this dance. Let's do this dance. <laughs> these these last few are re- relevant, but um, I'm gonna start with this Reuters where Mexico Airport Trust calls shareholder meeting on early payment plan. I, you know, I, this caught my eye because I heard I saw the word trust. I'm like, oh, an investment trust created to help fund a now canceled Mexico City airport project said today it will call for a shareholders meeting to approve a government plan to buy back shares ahead of schedule. The trust said in a statement to the Mexican Stock Exchange that the government-run Mexico City Airport Group, or GACM, had resolved. That's trust terminology right there. To make the early repayment of the preferred shares that back trust certificates issued earlier this year. The statement said GACM's plan would be put to a shareholder vote in a meeting to be called on January. I see trust in Mexico. I see trust in Mexico. Investment trust being used in Mexico. Speaking of trust, Forbes.com. The date on this is February 28, 2018. So this is kind of, you know, whatever. But the headline is, you can check this out. Trusts in the age of Trump. Time to re-engineer your estate plan. Oh, no. The federal tax overhaul just doubled the amount of wealth you can pass to heirs estate tax-free without using any trusts or planning gimmicks. Yet rather than looking for a new specialty, top trust lawyers are positively giddy about the opportunities created by the law President Trump signed three days before Christmas. The letter of the law allows slightly more than 11 million per person to be passed to kids or other non-charitable heirs free of federal gift or estate tax. But by employing aggressive techniques, New Jersey estate lawyer Martin Shankman figures a couple could use their combined $22 million tax exemption to transfer more than a quarter billion 
of assets into an irrevocable trust where that wealth can continue to grow and passed and be passed estate tax free to an unlimited number of future generations. I can't believe this is on a public website, man. I'm reading this from Forbes.com. I'm not saying this. This is phenomenal. The numbers are beyond comprehension, says Shankman. Is this legally risky? Less so than it used to be. In October, Trump's Trump's Treasury withdrew proposed Obama-era regulations cracking down on certain of these aggressive techniques, which when done right, have been upheld by the courts. You hear what I'm saying? Eh. (laughs) Adding to the planner's excitement, the new tax law, with its complexity, complex trust, excuse me, I'm sorry, there was something in my throat. Hasty drafting and last-minute giveaways creates new opportunities to use trusts and gifting to reduce income taxes too. Plus, there's all this less cutting edge, but if it's your family, high priority legal work, the tax changes will generate. Affluent folks should have old trust plans reviewed for booby traps as soon as possible because they may need to redo or scrap them. Ditto those living in 15 states that impose estate and or inheritance taxes at much lower levels of wealth than the feds. So, I mean, if you're dealing with state taxes, you're not using a federal entity. Excuse me. (laughs) Um, All right, so I'm going to skip through this because, man, man, I've been on current events for a minute. I'm sorry. Uh, Blah, 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 blah. Last minute, 20% of the trust is what I'm looking for. Why stop capital gains trust lawyers now busy concocting ways to exploit the laws New tax break for qualified business income, or QBI. While these are various restrictions on claiming the break at higher income levels, the provision allows singles with total incomes of less than $150,500 to avoid income taxes on 20% of their profits from a sole proprietorship reported on the Schedule C, don't do it, from farming or from a pass-through, such as a partnership or as corporation. At the last minute, tax writers gave the 20% exclusion to trust with income of less than 150,000, 157,502 at the last minute. They threw this in. Man, look, everyone needs to go to a Google search engine, type in trusts in the age of Trump. Time to re-engineer your estate plan and read this article. Read it. Matter of fact, I'm gonna send the link to the, all the email subscribers. I'm gonna send the link. I'll do it. I'll do it tomorrow. I'm not gonna lie. I'm saying we'll do it tonight. Last but not least, uh, CNN politics. Trump Foundation agrees to dissolve under court supervision. Yo, this is, this is an example. I mean, anybody can do it. Anybody can mishandle, you know, a foundation. By the way, a foundation is a private entity set up by contract under the you know common law right to contract, which is protected by the Constitution, but it's set up in trust form, but it receives a, a tax exempt designation from the Internal Revenue Service. So, you know, it falls under the 30% rule, not the 50% rule for public charities. It's 50%. You can don't, any, an individual can donate up to 50% of their gross annual income to a public charity and receive a tax deduction. 
but with private foundation, it's 30%. So it's just a little different. But bottom line, the, the beneficiaries are the public, and there's certain things that you cannot do with the foundation. That's why the Clintons are in trouble with their foundation, so on and so forth. CNN, President Donald Trump's personal charitable foundation, has agreed to dissolve under judicial supervision. Look, that tells me that he has a federal entity. He has a, a private contract that is the governing instrument with regards to this specific private foundation, private family foundation, that's why they call it personal, personal charitable foundation, because it only can interface really unless it's a contract. Um, any dispute has to be you know, dealt with in the Supreme Court. So I'm going to read this again. President Donald Trump's personal charitable foundation has agreed to dissolve under judicial supervision amid an ongoing lawsuit concerning its finances, according to a document filed Tuesday in a Manhattan Supreme Court by the United States, sorry, by the New York State Attorney General's Office. The dissolution of the Donald J. Trump Foundation resolves one element of the Attorney General's civil lawsuit against the foundation, which includes claims that the president and his three eldest children violated campaign finance laws and abused its tax-exempt status. You can't do that. Foundation, charitable entities, 501c3 entities and the like. I'm really only familiar with the 501c3 designation. I know there's a C4. There's a C, you know, I know that. But if I know for sure, I can tell you this. And I'm not a tax attorney. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not none of that. You need an attorney. You need to find a competent, you know, attorney who does that. I don't practice law. I execute law. I'm a trustee. And I don't, I don't give legal advice. But y'all know that. You cannot deal with camp. You can't. You can't solicit donations to your private foundation and then transfer that money or use that money in any way towards campaigns, for political campaigns. You can't do that. So it's a civil suit, and, you know, dissolving the foundation is going to satisfy one of those issues. That's just, that's just how it is. But, you know, I'm telling you, uh, the elite in this country, they have private entities. I've done the research. I, I, I proved it to myself. I don't got to prove it to you. You prove it to yourself. You know, don't believe what I'm saying. I could be lying. Lying. You got to search it for yourself. Definitely got to look at this for yourself. But let me tell you, the elite in this country, Supreme Court justices, like the elite in this country, the $30 million club, $10 million in assets, $10 million in investment capital, and the business, uh, uh, your business makes $10 million a year. That's a $30 million club. They get this information. They get access to this, you know, private information, you know, informed family, so on and so forth. They got it. And I'm telling you, like, I can read this stuff. I see this stuff, and, you know, I've, I've done enough study, specifically with regards to entities, to know, like, man, I, know, I can see exactly what's going on with these foods. So, you know... The elite in this country, those who pass laws, are not going to legislate against their own themselves, their own family. They're not, why would they legislate against you know, entities that they use to um, perpetuate their wealth through multiple generations? I mean, let's, let's think about this for a second. If, if the elite in this country, the wealthy in this country, use specific entities that we don't use, why would they pass legislation? How could they really? How could they pass legislation that would affect the entities that they use? It's not going to happen. 
this stuff is only going down with the other entity. And, you know, I just said that, you know, that, that's the end of the credit I'm done. I need to talk for a minute. Welcome to the foundation. I know, it's a, I'm sorry. I didn't do a show for like two weeks. So there's a lot of current events. Plus, it's a new fiscal year and there's a lot of stuff going on. Speaking of new fiscal year, 9 8 Trust in the new fiscal year. Let's talk about this. And, I mean, we, we know what I'm talking about. We all know what we're talking about. You know, 9 8 means private, right? Private, foreign. In some cases, you know, you're looking at, you know, have some sort of tax exemptions and stuff. But before I start getting into this, I'm not an attorney. I am not an accountant. I do not get tax advice. I do not get legal advice. If you need tax or legal advice, I only can tell you to seek and search out a competent attorney or advisor with regards to these tax and legal matters. I don't do, I don't do that, Dan. I can get out of the way. You know what I mean? People like, you know, yes, yes. I teach trustee training. I educate those with regards to the administration of private entities and public entities. That's education with the administration. I'm not a tax man. I don't do no tax man. I'm not an accountant either. All right, so check this out. Trustees, 9 8 trust in the new year. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. You got an EIN, you got a bank account, which trust. You got it open. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you off top, one of the biggest red flags with reporting, from my understanding, that's not legal. I have a legal understanding. I have no legal advice understanding. But from my private understanding, and I'm just talking here, one of the biggest red flags with regards to um, 1041 filings, trust filings, your 9-8 trust in the new year filing. One of the biggest red flags, you want to know what it is? No disbursements. What do you mean? You didn't distribute any income. You just, you just, y'all just, as a trustee, y'all just try to expense all the income. There's no expense, no distributions. That is one of the biggest red flags from my understanding. I'm not giving legal advice. I can't give legal advice. But this is from my understanding. One of the biggest red flags, especially for a business trust, is that there were no disbursements. 9-8 trust in the new year. This is from what I understand. From what I understand, I've done a lot of research. You know, I, I love reading. You see my, my, my young baby law library, even though it's not a baby law library. Like this, I look at this stuff as multi-generational. This law library does not belong to me. It belongs to the family estate. It means multiple generations are going to be referencing these materials and, and adding to this library. If you can't look at it like that, put it down and walk away. But from what I understand, you have to every trust, especially if you've got a contract trust, you got a Massachusetts trust, you got a blind, uh, blind, irrevocable trust. I mean, whatever you're talking about, the contract, uh, the right to contract, unlimited, uh, Article One, Section Ten, all this jargon, right? Any trust return that is that is submitted, there are no disbursements, is a red flag. Well, so what's a disbursement? Disbursement to the beneficiaries or certificate holders, beneficial interest holders or capital unit holders. You want to get specific. No disbursements, none. How do you do a disbursement? Well, you have to, from my understanding, I'm not giving legal advice, man, but every 
entity, individual, trust, it doesn't matter. Every single interaction must be contractual in the indenture or contractual authorized by the indenture. I contract you to come onto the trust estate and fix the floors. Every single contract expense, trust expense, must, in my private, personal opinion, not legal advice, be accompanied with a W-9. What is a W-9? Request for taxpayer identification. Why? If I'm a trustee, why am I handing this dude a W-9 if he's fixing the floors of the trust floor? I'm glad you asked that question. If you are going to issue more than $500 in the United States, to this person contractor who is fixing the floor, you must also issue or cause to be issued from my personal private understanding, not legal advice, either issue or cause to be issued a 1099 information. You have to inform the Internal Revenue Service that this entity paid this person or entity this much money. The 1099 must be sent to the contractor. The contractor uses the 1099 to claim the income on the contractor's expenses. 1099s must be issued by a certain time every single fiscal year. I don't care if the trust is private. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Our Federal Reserve knows private credit's private in the bank account. Wells Fargo, Chase, BB&T. No, Federal Reserve notes are public for well, private script, but used in the public under certain specific rules and regulations. Can't usurp those because I got a private contract and I'm in, you know, are you dealing in Federal Reserve notes? Yes, but then you got to deal with these rules over here or get out the pool. There's a certain requirement where you got to issue, you got to send these 1099s to the contractors those who received more than $500 within a calendar fiscal year from the trust and you have to issue 1099s to any beneficiary that received a distribution. This is my private knowledge. My private understanding is not legal advice. I do not give legal advice. I am not qualified publicly and will never be to give legal advice. That's number one. Number one. Are you, are you doing distributions? What I mean, what kind of trust does it do distributions? Straight up. Distributions of property, distributions of income, distributions of assets, distributions of something. So you gotta do W nine. W nine. W nine. And then you gotta issue or call to be issued on behalf of the private trust a ten twenty nine. You got to have the W-9, their information on file, they fill it out, they put the name of the business or their individual name, they put the address of the house or whatever they want to do, or the address of the company, they put the social right there, and they put the EIN right there, and they sign an in date. Boom. 
Now the trust has authority to issue this person, individual, trust, contractor, company, LLC, whatever, a 1099. Now, if it's a distribution, this is this is my personal private study. This is not legal advice. I know, so I know people are like, man, why does he keep saying that? There's a reason I keep saying that, yo. I need to be clear. I need to be clear. Like I, I don't I haven't been clear. Like, and that's why I'm saying I haven't been clear with regards to I do not deal with taxes. I do not deal with accounting. I don't give legal advice. I don't give tax advice, man. Come to me, three years operating in trust, never filing any taxes, talking about so you got a little, 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 like, man, get away from me. Beyond the 1099 that's issued to contractors or whatever, it's a, if it's a distribution to a beneficiary, that 1099 is issued to the beneficiary, and there is a K-1 distribution Filed, called a K-1, K as in Kawasaki, K as in kick, number one, that must be filed included with the 1041. I probably blew some of y'all minds. I bet y'all blew both of y'all minds. I didn't know that red flag was not distributing. I didn't know that I had to issue on behalf of the trust or cause of the issue on behalf of the trust 1099s for anything over $500 at a specific date for fiscal year. And I didn't know that if I do distributions to beneficiaries, I got to attach a K-1 to the 1041s when I file the, 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 the trust returns. As a trustee, you should either know these things or contract on behalf of the trust with those who know these things. Otherwise, you're incompetent. You're breaching the fiduciary rule. You should be voted out the trust. They should remove you as a trustee. You should be removed as a trustee from the trust. I don't care if you pay for the education to get trust. Don't, it don't matter, man. That's ego. You should be removed from the board of trustees. You do not know what you're doing, and you're not studying Oh, I'm private, blah, 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 blah. You, just, you got this, this, what is it, confirmation bias. You're only looking for information that confirms what you think you already know. You're not looking for information that actually goes against what you think you know. So you can have a balanced viewpoint on the situation you're dealing with or whatever you're transacting or something like that. So you're dealing with a confirmation bias. You're out here, we're out here just looking for stuff that, that, that go coincides with what I already believe. Like I think I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not listening to them, or I'm not even looking for anything that's contradictory to the viewpoints that I hold in my mind, which is a disservice. So, which means I'm not prepared for any contradictory situations. Which means if they come upon, if I come upon one of these contradictions, I'm gonna be freaking out. I'm gonna be emotional. I'm not gonna be prepared. It's not gonna be a good time. I should be removed as a trustee from the board because I'm ignorant. Because I'm silly. So I do not understand what it takes to be an actual trustee. You, you know, ain't, ain't no right. You ain't got no right to be a trustee. You have a right to contract. But you ain't got no right to be a trustee. You know, it's a privilege. It's a privilege to avoid income tax legally. It's a privilege to own nothing, control everything. It's a privilege, man. I'm, I'm, I'm quote driving. 
Drop my daughter off, driving. I'm in all the lanes. Get pulled over. You know, it's New Year's Eve. They pull me over. Sir, you been drinking? No, sir, I don't drink. Sir, where are you going? I'm going. I'm actually going home. Sir, is this your is this your vehicle? You know, I always you know, say vehicle. Is this your vehicle? Actually, no, sir, it's not. It belongs to a trust, but I am the trustee. He said, "What? <laughs> what? Actually, sir, no, I am not the owner. It belongs to a trust, but I am the trustee." Uh, okay. It is a privilege to see the look of confusion for a second on a policy enforcement officer's face just by off of the words you're saying calmly, non-combatively. If you were in trustee training, you'd be in training by any mentor with regards to trust administration. You are not doing your private estate any benefit by only listening and dealing with that one mentor and only looking at the sources that one mentor speaks on. You should actively be learning and understanding so that you can stand on the same foundation with that mentor. So, not ain't trust in the new year. Man, you need to understand what a 1099 is and why it needs to be issued. You need to understand what a K-1 distribution form is and why it needs to be filled out and and and. and and, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, included in the 1041 return. You also need to understand what, what one of the main red flags are with regards to 1041 returns. No distributions. No distributions. You, you mean to tell me you expensed all of this? You mean to tell me that the contract for this trust states that there is no economic purpose? That's how they're going to get you. They're going to say, well, state the economic purpose of the, of the entity. You'll be like, uh, uh, I just control it. I mean, it could do this, it could do that. No, state the economic purpose for fiscal year 20-whatever of the entity. If you, if you are cold, no, 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 let's start off if you're not good. If you're not good, you're going to babble. Say, oh, for the, for, the, for, the, for the beneficiaries. If you're cold and you study, the best thing to say is, I apologize. I'm under non-disclosure. Because you submit that request to me in writing and attach a delegation of your authority with regards to you questioning me that. You know, submit that to the Board of Trustees and we can vote on that. <laughs> How many of you are going to know what to say, be calm enough to say it, and have the confidence to stand on it when you say, if you have an internal revenue service agent in your face or an FBI agent in your face, question you with regards to the validity of the entity that you're administering. They're going to wait some years until you get nice and cozy, feel like you, you're all good, I've been doing this for years. You can't, you know what I'm saying, blah, blah, blah. Can't wait like three years, three to five years, and they're going to come and hit you with a booyah. 
we're going to disallow that, disallow that, disallow that, disallow that. We're going to we're going to we're going to um, tax that income that was used for that 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 to you as a trustee in a grantor type situation. Oh, but I'm not the grantor. It doesn't matter. We disallow these transactions right here, and you personally benefited from these transactions. So the income we're going to we're going to disregard these specific transactions as being trust transactions. And we're going to tax the income that was used to make these transactions or purchases to you individually, the trustee. Next one, not a trust in the new year. Who is the adverse trustee? So you, are you telling me that the trustees, of this family trust and you know this business trust, they're all family members. There's no outside party that has you know nothing to gain from the trust state itself involved in the administration of these entities. No. No, because you know because it's private and, and you know what I'm saying. I, I can contract. You know, unlimited, man. You know what I'm saying? Massachusetts trust. Private. Nine ain't them. I didn't give him my social. I ain't got it. Adverse trustee. A-D-V-E-R-S-E. Trustee. Look it up. Look it up in the law dictionary. Look it up in multiple law dictionaries. Look it up on Wikipedia. Find many sources and look it up. And then any word that you don't understand in the definition that you're reading, look those words up. So you're telling me that all the trustees are family members? And there's no one involved in the administration of these entities? That do not stand to personally benefit from these involved in the administration? Oh, no, it's private. You know what I'm saying? Massachusetts, Boston, West, West Side Trust. Nah. All right. They're going to write it down, take notes. You think you got somewhere. They just, man, they're just building the case, man. Same with the police. What's the way we don't talk to police? Because anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. I mean, I, it's crazy. I see people just explain. You give too much information. You don't know how to be private. You don't know the nuances with regards to administration in order to successfully conduct private affairs. Oh, I, just, I, I got this inalienable rights. I got rights. Uh, you know, uh, I'm a national. You know, I'm private. Okay. All right. Good luck with that. Adverse trustee. Non-related parties. Non-related party, adverse trustee. Check it out, man. Check it out. Red flags. Non-disbursements. K1. 1099. W9. You can't issue a... 1099 to anybody because you need their social or the EIN. And if you're using these EINs and these social security numbers to issue 1099s and you don't have another W9 on file with the signature that authorizes you to do that, <laughs> play around with these, man. This stuff is nothing to play with. Not private, I'm private. Every single trust you're dealing with, especially if it's a business trust has minimum contacts with the public. Ain't no pure trust out here. And if it is, 
it's going to be like your family trust or your asset protection trust. More than likely, the asset protection trust. But even still, like if it's an asset protection trust and it has title to property and that's registered, I don't know, is that a minimum, minimum contact? Do you know how to defend the estate against these allegations? What if I can't? Oh, uh, yeah, all right, my name is uh, Agent So L with the Internal Revenue Service. I want to talk to you about some transactions that we saw in your 1041, specifically these transactions. Now, the Internal Revenue Code, subsection 7.7112A, states that food and clothing are not allowable expenses for trust. So we don't allow those. So those, those can't be deducted. And over the course of these four years, we've counted $45,000 that was well, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt that was misclaimed as uh, an allowable expense so with taxes penalties and fees and through, through our investigation you know I got a team Back at the, at, the, at the office, it's a bunch of us. Through our investigation, we allege that you and your spouse benefited the majority of the food and the clothes, which IRS subsection blah, 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 denies as allowable deductions. So, with interest and penalties, and under grantor trust rules, you owe $50,000. I mean, you just paid the bills. You got like 500 in a trust account. You got this internal revenue service agent plus maybe maybe a federal agent telling you you owe 50 Gs and there's criminal penalties and stuff like that. You want to throw up? Or you going to stand on that square? I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to be weird. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just trying to, you know, keep it real. And those who um, are looking or currently administering private contract trusts, there is a large, very, very large responsibility with regards to that. You can pass away tomorrow. Get hit by a car. Now you got children or you know your wife or your husband who don't know what you know which you don't know much and all this stuff is in trust and all these trust accounts and stuff man it didn't help you actually made it worse you don't have successors that you can teach trust administration to what what, what are you doing with the trust if you're not teaching the successors what's, what's wrong with you what, what are you thinking how are they going to properly administer it they're going to be get Wolves when you're out of the picture. Wolves, you know what I'm saying? Wolves, like a pack of wolves. You gotta get wolves as soon as you did. Wolves. You got a joint property agreement in the trust? You got the menacing disclosures? You got an inventory for all the private property that belongs to the trust? You got the succession with regards to the inheritance? of trust capital units and beneficial certificates. Hmm? 
This is not a game. Like, creating a family estate is a big deal. It's bigger. It's like how can I explain this? It's like starting a Fortune 500 company that won't be a Fortune 500 company for like five to seven years, and a charity, and um, an LLC at the same time. It's a daunting task to do it right. It's easy if you're just going, you know what I'm saying? That's easy. Hey, let's do it. To do it right, it's, it's not easy. You understand what I'm saying? I want to keep it real. It's not for you to stay Don't waste your time. Don't waste your mentor's time. No, no, don't waste time. But it takes active, active study, active research, active proper administration. And if you don't know what to do, you can't do it. It was real simple, but it's, it's, it's true. If you don't know what to do, you cannot do it. Like you just burn out. There's a there's an extra twenty percent deduction for trusts that earn under one hundred fifty seven thousand dollars. Just know what I'm saying. That's why I say if you private, if you're private, you're a Republican. I'll say it. I'm gonna say it straight up. I'm gonna say it straight up. If you are really private, you are a Republican. There's no way you can be a Democrat if you're private. There's no way. It's AZO Mapping. If you're if you're private, you're a Republican. And Republican administration is going to be beneficial to your private family, your private estate, and your public business. So if you're private, you you love this new tax plan. You're like, whoa, whoa. Man, the article said that these estate planners are giddy. They're giddy. G-I-D-D-Y. You know, Europeans say that, man. That's it's real. They start using the word giddy. You, the, the, you know, the Y words. Creepy. Rapey. All these D words. You know, it's, it's real. It's an extra 20% exclusion. So even if you mess up, you can exclude 20% of the overall income in the trust. Or, or maybe not. Or maybe not. I don't know. I can't, you know, I don't know. I'm not a tax attorney. I'm not leaving. You know, I ain't. I don't give legal advice. <laughs> but, you know, trust administration, it's not a game. It's not a game. It takes continual education. It takes continual study. It takes continual administration. Continual accounting. If you're not good with keeping notes, if you're not good with keeping books, if you're not good with, then don't do it. If you're not organized, don't do it. You're going to complicate your life. You're losing sleep. You know, not being able to sleep and freaking out because you're tripping on what's going to happen with the taxes. I mean, it's, it's just going to cause you problems. And I want to see you happy. Definitely want to see you happy. Matter of fact, <laughs> hey, I was watching this stuff. I'm sorry, man. I'm just going to jump to the side real quick. I was watching this stuff, man. Look, I got to go on YouTube. This is completely, this is out of my character. I don't even do this. Y'all should go on YouTube, man, and type in uh, Arab, A-R-A-B, bomb pranks, man. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. It's hilarious. I was dying. Man, I'm dying. Just jumping out, 
trees and stuff with a bag just throwing it at people. Bottom line, I just want you to be happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to cause you extra strife in your life. And I don't want to make you think that, hey, I can give you legal advice or I can help you with your taxes. Or, you know, if you jump into this trust dance and go private, it's going to be easy, breezy, peasy. The easiest thing is to stay asleep and keep paying taxes, keep going to work. That's the easiest thing you can do. If you want easy, continue to do what you're doing. If you want to be free, you got to work. That stuff ain't easy. What did you say, Jefferson said, um, anyone who expects to be lazy and free or, or free something. Um, I'm tearing this stuff up. Anyone expects to be free and wow. Bottom line, no, if you if you want to be free without working, I just pulled a Jordan Bush. I hope y'all doing well, man. I really do. Uh let me let me wrap this up real quick. Wrap this show up. Feels good to be back, y'all. Now they trust in the new year. You, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna do another thing. Let me, let, me, let me drop one more jewel. In within the trust indenture, you know, there's schedules and there's minutes and stuff after the actual contract and stuff. You know, there's amendments and stuff like that. Within you gotta have you, you ain't gotta do nothing. I make sure that there's a register of who holds certificates, whether they're capital unit certificates or beneficial certificates. Who holds certificates? How many? How many units does it represent? What's their name? Where do they live? To keep that private. As many for the successors. But, you know, if you have an exchanger, if there's an exchanger in your trust, there should be a certificate that represents that exchange. And maybe you don't have it in your hand, but at least it's listed on the register, right? And rewind it if you didn't catch it. But that's about it. That's about it for the show. I hope y'all, you know, I trust you learned something. Definitely trust you learned something. People say I got a way of uh, teaching. I got a way of, you know, relating complicated information in uncomplicated ways and terms. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. But it's not me hitting ancestors. I'm just doing my dance. You know what I'm saying? It's like watching me dance and saying, oh, I like that dance. Plus, I like the beat that you were dancing to. You made that too, right? Nah, man. Wasn't for the beat. I could. What about dancing to? That's how I feel. Like, it's not me. Definitely not me. It's coming through. No, I, I trust you learned something. Though. I trust that you learned something new. You know, I like to step on toes, you know, pancake and toes. So I say a lot of stuff that I shouldn't be saying. My opinion. I say a lot of stuff people don't tell me. I say, man, I've had people tell me, like, man, you need to chill, man, chill. <laughs> and, like, it wasn't on no hater stuff. Like, fam, like pe- they people... They really, like, in their mind, they're really helping me out. They're really looking out for me. It's like kind of like a Christian. You'd be like, you know, Jesus saves you and just keep messing with you with Christianity or with the Jehovah Witness or something. Because in their mind, they know they're trying to save you. They're trying to do you a favor and they care about you. And I understand that's how it comes off. That's how I take it. But, you know, hey. The foundation, you know, 
in education. Education, you know, education is a terrible activity, man. Not, you know, can't regulate education. You can regulate public education, but not private. I mean, the, the public can tell you that you need a fishing license, but they can't. The public can't regulate me teaching you how to fish. Right? That's the way I look at it. So, you know, I'm just out here trying to help educate people, you know, um, in my own way. I got my own way of doing things. I got my own dance. And those who appreciate I appreciate you. Everyone who show love to me, I appreciate it. Um, there'll be days where I'll just be walking, and I think, um, just in, in my random day, I uh, think in my mind, like, I, I, I have a responsibility to this audience. I have a responsibility to, you know, the, the men and women, boys and girls, young men, young women, whatever, man, gender neutral, whatever, whatever. But those who come to high frequency, not only for use of L, but, you know, for soap L, I really, really, really feel humbled by that. And I feel, you know, a sense of responsibility for y'all. So, you know, a lot of love. Is, you know, expressed harshly. So a lot of times, you know, oh, my grandma yelling at me, she just, you know, because she loves me and stuff. Like, I know our culture, we understand that. But sometimes I do want to get serious. You know, this episode I wanted to get serious. I wanted to, you know, talk about you know, a lot of misconceptions. A lot of people, you know, be out here thinking everything's good and, you know, you know, they, you know, but in reality, you're killing yourself and killing the people around you. You're making it hard. And, you know, I just want to help that. I just want to assist you know, those who are listening, those who have ears to hear. Just grab it, you know, grab, grab it, grab it, pick up what I'm putting down. If not, you know, hey, it is what it is. I still appreciate you taking out the show. But, you know, with that being said, you know, I want to thank you for, you know, checking out the foundation. I am back. I mean, I, mean, I didn't really, technically didn't go nowhere, but now I haven't been on, I've been getting inquiries. You know, so I haven't gone anywhere, still here for now. And, um, you know, I'll be back next week. See if I can get to Ron on the show. Uh, there was a brother that I wanted to call uh, regards to a uh, passport. So I, wanted to, I wanted to call him, see if he was willing to come on the show. Talk about, you know, he said he got a passport without the social. I'm probably going to call him tomorrow. He, you know, he don't know if he to call. He called into the Yusuf show. Uh, I made a point to grab his number because I wanted to hit him up, and I, you know I think you know if he's willing to come on the show, I think it would be very interesting and you know beneficial to those who you know are into stuff like that. I don't know, but I'm looking to get Tehran on the show again. You know, credit repair, credit enhancement, credit funding. You know, he's the guy. No, it's I know it's needed. I know it's needed in our community, and I know you know uh, the information with regards to credit is kept. From our community So you know I really appreciate Teron I appreciate what he does And I'm looking to get him On the show pretty soon But in the meantime I'm going to say peace To y'all Y'all have a great Great week You know um, 
if you're going to do something, do it right, do it 100%, or go home. Don't even, why, why waste your time? If you're going to be a trust administrator, if you're going to be trusted, you're going to be private, do it. Do it. Don't play around. You embarrass yourself. You embarrass your family. We need to stop ego tripping. We need to get our affairs in order. We need to understand the foundation. The foundation of these economics, the foundation of these structures, and the foundation of this banking before we start doing anything else. Y'all, oh, I'm going to discharge them to set off, and that's banking, fam. Oh, you know, banking came from trust, fam. You study trust, you study banking before you move anywhere. And that's what the foundation is all about. Reestablishing the foundation of the, you know, economic education, structural education, so on and so forth. You want to hit me up in the private admin at welcometothefoundation.com, get your consultation on, huh? Business credit, you know, just get your Dunn Brad Street number, you know, uh, getting the paid X score, getting trade line. Man, that stuff is easy for me. I, I like to teach people how to do that with stuff that they already buy. I don't, I don't like paying for trade lines and stuff. You know what I'm saying? I understand the value of it, but then, man, I'll do that. You know, setting up your LLC, getting it properly structured on the, on the state level. No, it doesn't matter what state you're in. Statues, statues. You know, getting it, getting it properly classified on the federal level. If you want to start a business this year, email me. Admin at welcometothefoundation.com. Get a consultation. I'll run, I'll run you through it in less than an hour. Start setting up your business, what you need to do, and then the steps you need to take, and, and establishing your business credit, and the business credit profile, done at Bradstreet, all that stuff. All right, we can do it. It'll do less, it'll be less than an hour. This stuff is what I do, y'all. What I do. Trustee training. Y'all want to get involved in trustee training? You know, email me, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. It, it behooves you to invest in your private education. Man, you got to come to me. Go wherever you want. But if you want some hands-on, you want you want a mentor where you can get a hold of them whenever you want to, pretty much, you know, they're going to hit you back. They're going to call you back. Some hands-on stuff, that's that's what the trustee training is. That's how I learned. I learned doing stuff. I learned having it in my hands and stuff. Saying all this... Oh man, can I get to this, this indenture, the, the small, the short one, so I can use over the bank account? Oh, that's gonna be another hundred, you know, hundred dollar donation, man. Oh, can I get the uh, template for the minutes uh, for the trust? Oh, that's gonna be another fifty dollars for the template. Oh, can I get the assignment contract for? The, oh, that's gonna be another, another fifty dollars for that contract template, my man. Oh, can I get the can I get the quick claim fee? Oh, that's going to be another $100. I'll send you the quick claim fee. No, no, no. That ain't nothing like that with your trustee training. You know, making a nine. One-stop shop. Add me now. Welcome to the foundation.com. Check it out. If not, you know, that's cool. I offer an acceptance. What it is. I'm not a salesman. I'm educated. I give you the option. You make your own decision. But, you know, it's a, quote, new year. I say, quote, because it's not. They added January and February. Them months wasn't even in there. It was only 10 months. January and February wasn't there. That's why September, sept, sept, that's seven. October, octagon, that's eight. December, deci, that's 10. That's 10. December is the 10th, not the 12th. But, you know, hey, man, whatever. Whatever calendar you subscribe to, but, you know, for, for us and, you know, that follow natural law, New Year's and spring. You know, the Vernal Equinox. Really. But, no, hey, commercial year, I trust that you have a great commercial new year. That this commercial new year is better than any other commercial new year that you've ever had in your life. 
And so it is. Make it so, keep it so. Add me now, welcome to the foundation.com. Even if you just want to say what's up, say peace. I appreciate it. I love you. Welcome to the foundation.com. At the very least, sign up for the email list. Check out the PDF section, download the stuff. You know, start learning. Other than that, I appreciate y'all. Happy fiscal new year. If that's your thing, if it's not your thing, it's still the fiscal new year, fam. Nothing you can do about it. That's how they move. Y'all have a great, great, great new year. Enjoy yourself. Take care of yourself. Kiss one of your loved ones. Say 10 things that you're thankful for tonight before you go to sleep. And I'll catch y'all next week here on the foundation on High Frequency Radio. Peace. Doing this thing all the way live. High Frequency Radio.